Chut, chut, everybody. This is Drew Gretsch. Welcome to Tuscan Radio. Today, I am talking about The Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 15, Return to Camino. This episode was released on Disney Plus on August 6th, 2021, and has a runtime of 26 minutes. The episode was directed by Nathaniel Villanueva and was written by Matt Mishnevets. The Bad Batch find themselves in unexpected territory in the th- in this thrilling finale, part one of two. So does so does Disney Plus still have this episode listed as titled finale part one, or have they changed it to Return to Camino? Because I'm calling this episode Return to Camino. This episode is not called finale part one in in my mind. See if they've changed it yet. Because they do change... Yeah, they have cha- changed it to Return to Camino. Good, good, good. Um, so we do have... We, we got some very sad news this week. Lucasfilm historian Jonathan Rinsler has passed away. He passed away on July 28th. Uh, he discovered a treasure trove of Star Wars behind-the-scenes secrets that he then published in several books. The Making of Star Wars, Making of Empire Strikes Back, and Making Return Jedi were all him. Uh, his, his loss will be felt in the Star Wars fan community. He is, he, he, he is a titan of Star Wars behind-the-scenes content. He, he truly was, and it's, I think it's really, really sad that we, the only, like, making of book that we've gotten since Return of the Jedi was about Solo. So, you know, he did the making of Indiana Jones, making of Indiana Jones, so he, he, he worked on a couple episodes of the Clone Wars, so this is a guy that worked with George for like 15 years or George for 15 years and it's I don't think the Lucasfilm was really going to be the same without him oh I'm, I I should say that he did also do making of books for the prequel films as well I did not realize that uh he he Rinsler pa- passed away peacefully uh on July 28th 2021 he passed peacefully in his home in Albion after an 11-month battle with pancreatic cancer. May the force be with you always. Jonathan Rinsler. There is no easy way to transition from that, but we have to... I've got a a show to do, so... Disney has revealed prices for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, the all-new hotel coming to Galaxy's Edge in 2022. It is expensive. It is super expensive. Two guests per cabin. All right, if you do two guests per cabin... $1,209 per guest per night, or $4,809 for the voyage total. 
uh, for three guests per cabin, that's two adults and one child, 889 per guest per night, or $5,299 for the voyage total. And for th four guests per night, three adults, one child, 749 per guest per night, or $6,000 for the total. That is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. I'm sure it's totally worth it. I, I, I'm sure it is, but $6,000 to live in a Star Wars ship for two days. Yeah. I, I, I do think this is like the most expensive thing Disney's ever done. I mean, or at least like park-wise, this is most definitely the... Galactic Star Cruiser is probably the most expensive thing they've ever done. So, yeah. Um, if you're going, have fun. I'm, I'm sure this seems awesome. This, this does seem awesome. This does seem awesome. But the pricing, my God. The pricing for this is off the charts. So, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so that's happening. Uh, we got some news today that... Um, we got some gaming news. Um, in Star Wars Hunters, new game has been pushed to 2022. Let's see. This is something I totally, I, I totally forgot about this game. I think this is a new um, mobile game, right? Yeah, new mo mobile game. It's coming out. Uh, do we have dates for it? Is is it still set for late 2021? I think it is. But yeah, no, no, it, it it was pushed. I think early twenty twenty two. So you know, fine. I totally forgot this game is a thing that was happening. So Star Wars Hunters next year on your mobile device is when that is coming out. Uh, there is a really big piece. There got two big pieces of Disney Plus news this week. First one, uh, we got the, so if you guys remember last year, we got the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special back in November. It looks like this being this is going to become an annual thing because on Friday, October first, twenty twenty one, on Dis uh, Disney Plus will premiere the all new film, Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. So, the article from StarWars.com reads, Today, Disney Plus debuted key art and announced the cast for LEGO Star Wars Terrifying Tales, which premieres October 1st exclusively on the streaming service. The all-new animated special continues the rich legacy of collaboration between Lucasfilm and the LEGO Group and is a seasonal celebration of the villainous dark side of the Star Wars galaxy just in time for Halloween. After the events of Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker, Poe Dameron, and BB-8 must make an emergency landing on the volcanic planet Mustafar, where they meet the greedy and conniving Grabal the Hutt. The crime boss has purchased Darth Vader's castle and is renovating it into the galaxy's first all-inclusive Sith-inspired luxury hotel. I love that so much for so many reasons. I, I, it's awesome. It is awesome. Grabal the Hutt is, of course, a character from uh, Lego Star Wars The Freemaker Adventures. That is a fun show. That's a fun show. 
So if you guys, if that's just something you guys want to throw on in the background or something, you should. Because Freemaker is pretty fun. Okay. Uh, and, and Grabala is a character from that. Now, one thing I do about this, so it's set after Rise of Skywalker. We saw in Rise of Skywalker that Mustafar was sort of starting to grow back its uh, life. It was sort of, So life was starting to come back to the planet at the time of episode 9. Now, this is after that. I really hope that they keep that going. I don't want this to turn back into like Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, Clone Wars era, Mustafar. I don't want to see that. I, I want to see uh, the, the the planet continue canonically. And, and again, this whole thing with is this stuff canon? It's exaggerated. Like, take, like, the Lego special from last year, okay? They probably all did celebrate Life Day together, okay? Ray probably did train Finn as a Jedi. They probably, um, Ray probably did get some visions of the past, of the Force. But did she and Darth Vader fight and then marvel at how cute Grogu is? No. No, they did not. So, yeah, uh, it's exaggerated. I'm sure that Poe and BB-8 probably did have to make an emergency landing at Mustafar. And I'm sure that Gerbala was involved in some capacity. Uh, I'm not sure if Gerbala's actually been in canon yet. So, uh, I'm not sure. If, 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 if you guys know, please do let, let me know. Uh, tw Twitter, uh, at Tuscan Radio Pod. Alright, so moving on with this. While waiting for his X-Wing to be repaired, Poe, BB-8, Grabala, and Dean, a plucky and courageous young boy who works as Grabala's mechanic, venture deep into the mysterious castle with Vader's loyal servant, Vinay. Vinay, if you may remember, is the, uh, servant dude from Rogue One. Uh, the guy who's like, My lord, Director Krennic has arrived. That dude. Along the way, Vinay shares three creepy stories linked to ancient artifacts and iconic villains from across all eras of Star Wars. As Vinay spins his tales and lures our heroes deeper into the shadowy underbelly of the castle, a sinister plan emerges. With the help of Dean, Poe, and BB-8, with the help of Dean, Poe and BB-8 will have to face their fears, stop an ancient evil from rising, and escape to make it back to their friends. The voice cast includes Jake Green as Poe Dameron. Raphael Alejandro as Dean, Dana Snyder as Gral the Hutt, Tony Hale as Vinay, Christian Slater as Ren, Trevor Duvall as Emperor Palpatine, and Mary Elizabeth McGlynn as NIL-8. Da David Shane serves as writer and executive producer, and the director is Ken Cunningham. James Waugh, Josh Rimes, Jackie Lopez, Jill Wolfert, Keith Malone, and Jason Kostler are executive producers. Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales was produced in collaboration with Atomic Cartoons. So, they have to face their fierce up and ancient evil from rising. Clearly, Palpatine is listed in the cast. Do we think that Palpatine is going to come back in this? It's after Rise of Skywalker. Um... At this point, I, I really don't want them to do that. 
I really do not want them to do that. And I, and I know that's the thing that was ha- that ha- ha- happened in Legends a ton. But here's the thing. And I and I, I fully understand that Legends was not adapted in any way for the sequel films. I fully understand that. I fully understand that. But just because something happened in a book or a comic, that does not make it a good idea. Okay? Just because it happened in a book or comic, that does not make it a good idea. And I really think that, you know, I I, I do still have fun with Rise of Skywalker. It's nowhere near my, my favorite Star Wars movie. If, if you love The Rise of Skywalker, I'm really ha- happy for you. I do not love that movie. I don't love The Rise of Skywalker. So, I do feel as though that film sort of cheapened Vader or Anakin's sacrifice in Return Jedi. Okay? So bringing him back a second time, and we don't know how, how long after Rise of Skywalker takes place. It's, it'll it'll been about two years since the film released uh, when this comes out. So I don't really know how they would do that. I I really don't. So I'm sure that it could just be Palpatine in one of the stories. I think another possibility, which I would say if, if it wasn't Lego, they'd probably do this, is we also know that Christian Slater is playing the character Ren, who's a very new character from the comics. He's only been in the comics about two years. Um, you meet him in Marvel's Rise of Kylo Ren, which I actually did cover on the podcast about it a year ago. My God, that was a year already. It's been a quick year. Really has. Um, so... Yeah, uh, that is, it, it, it could be Ren, it could be Ren, it could be Plagueis, it, it could be Plagueis. So, yeah, October 1st we got, let's just see what we got dated on Disney+. Plus. Of course, uh, we got the Bad Batch finale, episode 16, next week. Uh, ne- next Friday we have the season finale, August 13th. Wednesday, August 25th, we've got... Uh, the making of the Mandalorian season two finale on Disney Plus, which I'm super excited for. Um, we've got, and then in September, and then we got like a month with nothing. And then in September we have Visions, all nine films dropping on one day, September twenty second. Um, and then like about a week and a half later is when we're getting this terrifying tales thing. So, and of course it is on a Friday. We, we, we do know that Disney Plus didn't do Wednesdays now um, for shows. But Disney Plus original specials and Disney Plus original films will continue to release on Fridays. And you guys know, I do think that the Book of Boba Fett will be a Wednesday re- release. They want to debut that alongside Hawkeye and see if it works. They really want to see if their servers can sustain releasing episodes of two huge shows on the same day. I don't think I've been 
very quiet about this. I don't want them to do that. I really don't. I really love having... I really love the idea of having Marvel on Wednesdays and Star Wars on Fridays. Plus, it's so much easier to do podcasting just because... I, I mean... I, I, I put about two hours into show prep each week. Well, I mean, it's about one hour with The Bad Batch. But, like, with a live-action show, it is about two hours of prep. And then, yeah, so I, I just can't... I, I would not be able to do, like, five, six hours podcasting on Wednesday. So, like, we'd have to, like, push out a fr- two weekends from them. So, like, I, I, I really want them to keep the Star Wars on um on Fridays. So... Yeah, I think, I think, uh, well, we do have some other news about gaming. Um, EA had an investor's call this past week, and they said they were very interested in continuing and expanding the Jedi Fallen Order franchise. That is super exciting to me. You guys know I love Jedi Fallen Order. It's one of my favorite Star Wars stories, period. So I, I'm incredibly excited about this. I'm expecting, you know, I'm expecting we're going to get like a full like Star Wars video game panel at Celebration Anaheim in May 2022. I'm expecting that. Where we'll get, you know, a trailer and release date for Fallen Order 2. We'll get... Uh, a release date, an announcement for Battlefront 3 from EA. And those will be, like, the last two games. I think that we'll get Battlefront 3 from EA. And then, I mean, you know, Lucasfilm Games is a thing now. So, it is very possible, like, Ubisoft. You know, they are developing their own open-world Star Wars game. You've got, um... you got the Indiana Jones game in development. And then you, and like, I'd love to see EA continuing their, um, the Fallen Order franchise and doing a two and three and if it goes past the trilogy. So, you know, that, that's a very strong possibility, I think, of us getting, you know, the, a Ubisoft announcement, uh, Fallen Order 2 announcement, Battlefront 3 announcement, that Indiana Jones announcement, all at Celebration in 2022. Last news, most exciting probably. Yesterday was officially announced Star Wars The Bad Batch season 2 2022. It was officially announced. We're going to talk more about that when we get into the spoilers for The Bad Batch which we're like about to do. So, yeah, uh, season 2 The Bad Batch coming next year. Next year, so my new release prediction for uh, Disney Plus shows, of course, we got Visions in September, the Lego special in October. I think A Droid Story, that movie, is coming in November of this year. November of this year is when we're going to be getting A Droid Story. Um, Book of Boba Fett, mid to late December. Uh, my guess is December 15th for a release date for the Book of Boba Fett. And then 
that will that'll be like eight episodes or uh, eight episodes or so will take us I think that will take us through January and into February and then we'll get and or 12 episodes to like the end of April and in 2022 May 4th Star Wars Day is gonna fall on a Wednesday I think it's very possible we'll be getting, that'll be then the release date for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Which is going to be six episodes. And right after Obi-Wan Kenobi, after getting like three shows back to back to back. That's when we'll get like a little break. And they'll be, you know, filling us up with some Bad Batch. They'll, they'll be giving us the Bad Batch for about three months or so. If, if season two is 16 episodes and they do it weekly. And then we will end 2022 with the third season of The Mandalorian. So yeah, I, I'm I'm super sad that there's not going to be a Star Wars show this fall. I'm su- when when I say that I mean like a long form series. Of course, we're getting Visions, but Visions is an anthology and it's going to be like 20 minutes at most for each short. So. I'm sorry we're not getting a live action show this this fall. But you know, we've got Hawkeye in late November. We've got Boba Fett in December. It's just gonna feel weird not having Star Wars this fall. But that's just me. That's me. We got we got a lot going on on um on another Marvel podcast this fall. With um with what if starting next week. We got Shang-Chi, we got Venom 2, we got Eternals, we got Spider-Man, got Ms. Marvel and Hawkeye. So we are busy. Super, super busy. So now, um, full spoiler alert for The Bad Batch. All episodes up to this point, so if you are not fully caught up on The Bad Batch, go watch this great show. Go watch it. It's real good. This is an awesome show. Deserves to be seen by everybody. Because this episode is the best one we've gotten. Best episode we got this was this week. I love finales. I really I love a great season finale. Um All right, let's just let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Uh, so the episode starts off with the um, the episode just starts off with Hunter on a on a shuttle with Crosshair. They have a whole discussion. I love Crosshair in this episode. I really, really loved Crosshair in this episode. He was unbelievable. It, it, it just bring like that moment where we learn full spoiler by the way. That moment where we learn that it, it was he, he has that line. I had my chip removed a long time ago. This is who I am. It wasn't the Empire that created the monster that Crosshair had become. It was the Bad Batch that did that. That was the Bad Batch. And, you know, Crosshair's probably super pissed right now. Because he... 
was wondering, and I'm not sure how long it's been since the season premiere, no more than a year, but he's been wondering, and I wonder if he did have that hope at first, of his brothers coming to save him, and they just never did. They never did. Hunter was caught. Hunter was captured, saving a clone that he didn't know. And that moment, man, this, this show had to take its time. This show had to take its time, but I'm really loving it. I'm really, really loving it. So we just jump right to the end, but let's go back to the beginning. The, the, we get the Camino theme. We get the Camino theme from Attack of the Clones. And I love the musical callback. I seriously love the musical callback there. The the music from the from Kevin Kiner continues to be phenomenal in Star Wars. So I just love that so so much. Love the whole idea of the Camino tubes. I'm not sure if we've seen that before in Star Wars. So love that so so much. And speaking of that, I just really love how much Omega is truly a part of the team now. Like, we've seen Hunter grow to trust her more and more throughout the season. But now it's up to Tech and Echo. Well, mostly just to Tech and Echo, because Wreckers always loved Omega. And I love that a lot. Uh, but they have to put their faith in her. They have to put their faith in her. And it was so... Just, just haunting. Seeing the halls of Camino completely deserted. It was haunting to see uh, th this morning. And just this other line from for this exchange that Crosshair and Hunter have. Cr Crosshair says they don't leave their own behind most of the time. And Hunter says... You tried to kill us. We didn't have a choice. And then Crosshair re replies with, and I did? Man, this show, this show is absolutely phenomenal. Like, this is a great show. I went into, you know, you guys know, I've not been the biggest fan of this series. And I'm still not. I'm still not the, the this next episode, and I'm I have no doubt in my mind that they'll pull it off. I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever. But you know, if if they really mess up this finale next week, if they mess up this finale, I may not look at this first season all that well. And I and you know something that I do with with Disney Plus shows. Is when the full season's over, I rewatch the whole thing. Then with both seasons of Mandalorian, I did it with Clone Wars season seven. I did it with, with with WandaVision and Falcon War Soldier and Loki. So I'm gonna do that with Bad Batch now when it's all done and we're, we're going to see if this show makes for a better binge. And I think it probably will, because just waiting for this show each week was so incredibly tedious. And I, I'm very glad they did this weekly because it's so much better for podcasting because I can really just go in-depth 
on every single moment and not try and like rush the show like I've done with with Hellstrom and Modoc on the Average Binger and, and another Marvel podcast. And 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 I really enjoyed both of those shows. But doing it weekly is just so much more enjoyable, I think. That being said, I do really wish we could have gotten like both episodes today. I do really wish we got in, like, both episodes of the finale today. Because waiting, what, we're at, like, six days now? Because it's um, it's essentially Saturday at this point when I'm recording this. Waiting another six days for this finale to drop. I can't do it. <laughs> I cannot do it. The, the, the show is just so great. So, so great. And I'm just gushing so much. And we're going to get back to the plot. Uh, we finally get some answers about Omega. Turns out she and the Bad Batch were developed at the same time. And just thinking back to the premiere episode, that's why Omega was so excited to see the Bad Batch back in, in Aftermath, episode one. She was happy to see her old friends again. Because, like, she, Omega would have just been like these are the only clones like me that are defective you know and and i I, i've seen the suicide squad twice and i'm not gonna whole thing about suicide squad which i'm gonna be covering on another marvel podcast this weekend so if you've seen suicide squad go and check that one once that drops and if you haven't seen the suicide squad what, what what are doing the movie is fantastic but just, like, this is a show that's really been reminding me, not of The Suicide Squad, because, I mean, that's super bloody. Um, not the first Suicide Squad, because this is much, much better than that. But just of, like, what the idea of The Suicide Squad is. Something I, I found in The Suicide Squad is, that, like, that is a movie about these broken people who are finding the humanity within themselves. They're finding the humanity within themselves. And that's exactly what I think the Bad Batch is doing in this finale now. Crosshair has to find his fin- <laughs> Crosshair has to find the finale. No, Crosshair has to um, find the humanity, not only in himself, but find it in Crosshair. Just find it in Crosshair next week. And I'm so excited for how that's all going to go down. So excited for that. AZ pops out, pops out of the corner. And I love AZ. Love any Clone Wars connection. So. Seriously love that. Really love that. Uh, Crosshair. So now there's a trap. Crosshair has Hunter. Up in the uh, training, the clone training room that we saw first in the Clone War Season 3 premiere. We saw it in the Bad Batch series premiere. Um, and uh, Hunter just, real, real crosser says, I was one of you. You may have forgotten, but I haven't. And so I'm going to give you what you never gave me, a chance. And then he just kills. He kills the, like, first Imperial squad 
that he's been with since episode three of the season. And I was like, oh my god. Like there so the guys there's a deleted scene on Disney Plus for The Last Jedi called um I think it's called like Phasma Squeal like a Whoop Hog or something. But if if you watch that scene, I'm not gonna spoil it, but just watch that scene. Pause podcast right now. I'm gonna pause it and I'm gonna watch the scene again. If that scene was in the movie, I, the movie is like brought up so much in my ranking. So go so go to Disney Plus and just find that scene. Um, I'm gonna watch it right now. Be right back. So just pause, pause the show. So it's not the same thing, but it's it's pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, yeah, I just love I I love that scene so so much. It just looks so so cool. Of course, I mean, of course, the scene's unfinished. Um, but, you know, yeah, that's not really the point. It's not really the point. So, um, let's finish this out. Let's talk about the end of the episode. These still shots of Camino are absolutely beautiful. Just like, I saw a thing on Twitter this morning and it was like, uh, a callback to like one of the to the original Battlefront two from like two thousand five, and it was just, it it was just this voice recording. What I remember about the rise of the Empire is is how quiet it was. And I know that's from like a different context, but just like after seeing this episode, like I just get. Even more chills with that. I do. Like, just that... That idea of that trooper talking about... What happened on Camino. It's just so, so awesome to think about. So, and then, you know, Tarkin shows up. He gives Rampart the classic... You may fire when ready. And then Rampart blows up Topoka City. He blows up the city. And Omega's face when she sees her home destroyed. Oh, man. Then we cut to black. With our heroes on a in, in destroyed city. And just like getting, I'm jumping back a bit because I didn't, I didn't have this in my notes. To when it's the Bad Batch and Crosshair reunited. Fist pump moment. Fist pump moment. I, I, I loved it so much. Loved it so, so much. So, yeah, now it's time to get into some episode, uh, some listener feedback from Twitter. Every Friday, I post uh, a tweet just asking everyone what they thought of Lace Episode of the Bad Batch. And you can respond to it, and then we'll read your response here on the podcast. So, um, Alderon Ahole said, Loved the little Boba Fett glance from the TK Trooper following the skiff with the casket looking thing on top. Took me right back to Empire Strikes Back. Was expecting him to come back and start blasting at them. Uh, I'm a little confused 
little bullfight glance from the TK trooper following the skiff. It's a casket-looking thing on top. Yeah, I, I'm a bit confused as to what he's talking about. Um, yeah, so, Captain Dane said, I loved it, finally showed us some one, some one-on-one -on -one tension between Crosshair and the rest of the Bad Batch, top-notch, episode 10 out of 10. Dom Invincible, or Dom Reading Invincible, uh, tweeted at us, honestly, it was surprising, but also so good, but annoyed it wasn't longer, to be honest, but all around a perfect start to the finale. Dom, I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Uh, super short, super, super short. Like, this is on the shorter side of the episodes of the show. Like, usually the episodes have been about 27 minutes. This one was only 26. Um, yeah, so. I mean, this is honestly, I feel, part two of a three-part finale. I got part one last week. So... That's, that's what I think, that's what I think. And then, last piece of feedback here from uh, Rural Farm Boy says, just says 10 with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 thumbs up. But then, two exclamation points. Very, very thorough uh, Rural far Farm Boy, so so thank you for that. Um, yeah, uh, that is going to be it. For Bad Batch. This week. Thank you guys so, so much for listening to the show. You guys can follow us on Twitter. At Tuscan Radio Pod. And that's probably the easiest place to send an episode feedback. You can sub... Uh, yeah, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen, leave a five-star review. It really does help out the podcast so, so much. Uh, I'm also re releasing these episodes on the feed for The Average Binger, where I am covering an exclusive show for Average Binger. I'm covering Rick and Morty Season 5. So if, if you've been watching Season 5 of Rick and Morty, you can find the coverage over on there. And there is, uh, this week on Another Mortal Podcast, I'm reviewing The Suicide Squad. As a bonus show, because I love the movie and I want to talk about it on a podcast. And in, in another Marvel podcast just seems the best way to do it. So it's going to be, be streaming by the end of the weekend, probably sometime tomorrow night. So it's going to be out. And then Wednesday, we start What If. So if you guys are going to be watching What If on Disney+, Plus, the new series in the Marvel Cinematic, the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, you can go and check that out. So we'll be covering that on Wednesday nights over on Another Marvel Podcast, as well as The Average Binger. And then next Friday, we've got Bad Batch Finale. Not ready for it. I'm not ready for it, but it's coming. It's coming so, so soon. So thank you guys so, so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch. Um, May the Force be with you. Always.